From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrin. Thanks for inviting me into your home, your long-haul truck, taxi cab, your RV, camper, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Welcome to The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Hello to all of you listening in on one of our growing roster of affiliates across North America. However and wherever you're listening, I bid the welcome. We're going to introduce a a new word into the lexicon, uh, certainly new for me. Uh, I've not uh, heard this word before. Uh, Spectrophilia. Spectrophilia. Uh, we'll find out all about that uh, in, uh, in in mere moments. Um, in the meantime, once again, let me uh, get a, a hearty round of applause for you for our uh, our technical producer on the other side of the glass, um, Ian, and uh, my technical producer Albert on this side of the glass. Uh, whatever happens from uh, this moment forward, it's their fault. <laughs> uh, please visit StrangePlanet.ca. Strangeplanet.ca, that's the live events page as well, is there. Uh, and uh, find out more about my live event, The Bilderbergs, Sunday, April 17th, University of Toronto. Daniel Estulin presenting a uh, uh, his new documentary film, Bilderberg the Movie, and also a 90-minute lecture on The Bilderbergs. He is the uh, Pulitzer Prize nominee, best-selling author of The True Story of the Bilderbergs. That's Sunday, April 17th, University of Toronto, and order tickets online at uh, the live events page, strangeplanet.ca. All right, I just mentioned this strange word, spectrophilia. Uh, well, we're going to talk with a um, an actress uh, right now, and then later we'll be joined by a, uh, a psychic medium. Um, we're having some phone difficulties uh, tonight, so unfortunately we can't have both guests on the phone at the same time. I won't bore you with the technical details, uh, but um, if I have them on, they can't hear each other, and it gets kind of complicated and messy. So uh, we have Natasha Blasik on the line with us. She's an actress, model, producer, musician. Originally from Odessa, Ukraine, and she's living and working in Hollywood. She starred in the independent feature films Playing with Dolls, Paranoid Activity 2, Death of Evil, uh, The Black Russian, The Ruffian, and the award-winning Notes from the New World, which is based upon the work of Dostoevsky, no, uh, no less. She also plays bass guitar in the band Snowflakes, and I think we, we may hear uh, one of her songs a little bit later. Uh, and she's endorsed by Daisy Rock Guitars. Quite a resume. Uh, she was a finalist in the Mrs. World pageant, and, uh, or is that Miss World pageant? Uh, uh, always interested in uh, fashion. She created her own uh, and designs and wears them to red carpet events. She's a master's degree in international economics. Uh, she lends time and energy to numerous charitable causes, notably Rally for Kids with Cancer. And uh, she's uh, quite pleased that her film, the award-winning The Martial Arts Kid, has reached so many young people with its anti-bullying message. Wow. Natasha Blasik, welcome to The Conspiracy Show, first of all, and that is quite a CV. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Richard. Um, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> okay. Now, I have a quick question for you. This is Oscar yeah. night. This is Oscar night. Why aren't you at an Oscar party? You're in Hollywood. Because I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I am honored. I am indeed honored. All right. I, I was just watching it on TV, so it's good. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay, so and now uh, Patty, uh, Patty Negri is going to join us later. Uh, first yeah. of all, explain um, 
sort of how you met Patty and, and how she fits into this uh, remarkable uh, paranormal uh, adventure that you've uh, been on. Um, I met Patty years ago because my husband plays in a band with her husband. So this is how we met. And then I would go to, we did some theater together, and then we just did a lot of social uh, events. And uh, we became a dear friend, so I really love Patty. And so I knew her for a while before this whole story happened. <laughs> and, and in her, her capacity as a psychic medium, has she been able to help you, and we'll get into the details here in a moment, has she been able to sort of help you through what you've been going uh, through and help you understand what's happening to you? I mean, she kind of she kind of explained this to me because I would I would have completely different explanation if if any you know so it was really helpful. Then I talked to her and I told her what happened, and and she told me, oh, it's it's totally normal. I was like, what? <laughs> so because of her, I actually kind of felt more accepted and normal, and um, in a way, it was okay to talk about it because. You know, I I never talked about it to anybody, and kind of it's a you know it's a strange subject. It, it is indeed, um, and I'm I'm going to try and do my best to sort of stick handle around this topic and still maintain my family show status. So uh, let's see if we can. Uh, but, <laughs> good <I> mean, luck. <laughs> all right. Yes. Good luck indeed. So um, when when did this start to happen? Uh, when you let me call it uh, relations uh, with 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 a um, with a ghost. When 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 did this happen? I mean, I wouldn't call it real. I mean, relations. Okay, I like it. Um, it only happened two times, and it uh, happened quite a number of years ago. I would say maybe five years ago now, three to five. Yeah, I lived in a different city. I lived in Santa Monica, and. Um, it, uh, it, both times it happened in my bedroom and, um, and it kind of, when it happened, it was so unusual that I just decided not to think about it and put it out of my mind and, um, never think about it. It just, it just, I mean, there are a lot of weird things that happen in my life. So my kind of mechanism of stopping is just not to, not to talk about it, not to think about it. And then you must be part British because that's what I do. <laughs> I just don't talk about it. I just stuff things down deep inside until they harden like a diamond. <laughs> I, I, I know. Maybe I mean I guess I'm pretty hard at this point. But but no, Patty makes me talk. Uh, so then years later, she at the at the event, she asked if um, did anybody had a sex with ghosts, and I was thinking, okay, this is weird. Actually, I you know what happened? I saw it on Facebook first. She asked like if anybody had face, uh, sex with ghosts. And I was thinking, okay, this is weird, and I remember what happened to me, but I thought, like, I don't want to talk about it, it's so personal, and if it meant for me to share the story, we'll come back around. So that's what I thought. And then a couple of days later, I was um, at, the, um, at the event with her, and she started asking this again, people, and people were, like, sharing, like, oh, yeah, it happened to me, it happened to me, and then I was just like, I was kind of smiling, I guess. I didn't even know, like, and maybe I said something, but quietly. And she kind of, like, sensed it. It's like, what happened to you? And then she, you know, she gave me this kind of invitation to talk. I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you. And I told her what happened, that I had this, you know, experience, that it was like I, I felt it and I kind of saw, like, it's hard to describe because I didn't see the entity. It was kind of like almost like a, 
identity was see I mean, it sounds weird, right? Like a invisible or see-through, but if you, but if it would be a light pointed at this entity, it had this reflection. So it's like it out of, like, almost like made out of water. I mean, if it's Interesting. Okay, well, but I'll get you to sort of yeah. walk us through this, and in the immortal words of uh, Archie Bunker, try to be delicate. <laughs> uh, so this is five years ago in Santa Monica, uh, yeah. and yeah. and um, you're you're in you're lying in bed. Yeah. And, and uh, what happened? I was I was not sleeping, but uh, I was just in bed, uh, and I was by myself at home, and um, I just could sense. That somebody is coming to the room, and it's just it's just strange feeling because I knew there is nobody at home, and I, I and then I just I felt like something entered the room, and it's just like very strange because it feels like it is a dream, but it's not a dream. It's like that's the weirdest part, but it's like you're realizing that it's like it's happening. It's like very strange, and then uh, I felt the um, the touch on a body. Like the weight, like you would you would say it's a human weight, but it's like just a you know you can definitely feel touches on your body and the and the weight on your body, and then uh, kind of I wouldn't say like pushed around, but you are kind of you know. So th- this was this this ghost was being a little rough. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say rough, but because it's not like invited, you know. Right, right. It, 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 it is kind of like, what's going on? It's very, it, it's just, it's unexplainable and reaction, I think that's why my reaction was the same kind of way. Well, how did you, but how it, did you react? Did, did you scream? Like, did you? No, no, I was just, I was just. I guess just lying there and I was thinking like maybe it was just going going away or maybe it's just maybe it's just something's happening for a second. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't know what to think. It was just such a weird feeling and then that's why I didn't fight or I didn't I didn't do anything. I was just I was just first I guess like scared, but at the same time I was not scared. That's how it's kind of strange. Okay, and, and it did not give me this fear, but it was like, but rational mind is like, okay, this is weird. Right. So, did you feel the entire? Was it? It wasn't just like putting an, a hand on you. You mm-hmm. felt the entire. It was like lying on top of your body, like length, yeah, lengthwise. Yeah, I felt like. Yeah, I felt like present. And did it feel on the top of my body? I mean, how would you describe the tactile sensation? Was it like? Skin on skin? Did it feel cold, clammy? What did it feel like? I didn't. I I don't remember that it was feeling cold or anything. And then you know later people started writing me, and I heard people say like, "Oh, if it's a ghost, like should be feeling cold and stuff like that." But I didn't feel any coldness. I I I, I didn't. I don't. I don't remember any coldness. I felt like it's just. Did it feel like a human body? Kind of, no, yes. But at the same time, it's no. All right. <laughs> I, it felt sometimes like some kind of like a like a windy feeling almost. Like that's weird. But uh, uh, but but yeah. I mean, I would say like I I felt like it was 
I, yeah, like, I, you could say, like, it feels like a human, I think. But if it's like, if only I could see that human, that would be nice. <laughs> All right, Natasha Blasik is with us. Actress, producer, model, musician. Uh, and five years ago, while living in Santa Monica, she had relations with a ghost. Unwelcomed relations. Uh, we'll find out more when we come back, and we'll also hear a, uh, a track from her band, The Snowflakes. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. All right, that's the uh, the Snowflakes and uh, the bass player. Uh, that's uh, Natasha Blasik, her band, uh, the Snowflakes, and the song is "Sex with Ghosts," and that's what we're talking about. Uh, the The proper name, the scientific term, I guess, is spectrophilia. Uh, and she is uh, Natasha Blasik is detailing her uh, encounter, her sexual encounter with a ghost, uh, beginning five years ago in uh, Santa Monica. She's an actress. You may have seen her in Paranoid Activity Two, Death of Evil, uh, playing with dolls, The Black Russian, The Ruffian. Uh, and uh, she also lends her time and energy to numerous charitable causes, uh, notably Rally for Kids with Cancer and uh, her um, her film, the award-winning The Martial Arts Kid, um, really was designed to reach out to, to young people with its anti-bullying message. Natasha Blasik, a little bit later in the program, we'll hear from her friend, uh, psychic medium, uh, Patty Negri, and uh, who has sort of helped her try to cope with this and understand it. Now... Uh, again, trying to be uh, to be delicate. So uh, this wasn't just a case of this this specter sort of lying on top of you, jumping on top of you. I mean, there was no, there was like an actual physical act. Right, so, the act. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. The act. And yeah. I mean, at that point, at that point, uh, I mean, I'm guessing this was not a this is not a pleasurable experience. I mean, this was frightening as hell. Uh, that, that- that's the weird part that it's like it was very frightening in the beginning, but then because it's just so like I didn't even know what I'm fighting against. It was just bizarre. So I think like relaxing and just like thinking that it's just gonna go away, it actually became kind of pleasurable, kind of. You know, because I was not like screaming and you know, fighting, I was just and what, here. what, yes. did so you, weird. what, was there heavy breathing? Did this specter make any sounds? Did it try to communicate no, with you? No, no, no sound, but I could hear, I mean, I could feel like some kind of, like, kind of like a windish thing. I don't know. Like, kind of the sound like of a breathing. wind blowing. Okay. Yeah, like, kind of. And you like, mentioned, yeah. you mentioned you tried to describe what it looked like physically, and you said that it kind of had kind of a, I guess kind of a luminescence. It almost looked like the reflection you might see in the water. Yeah, yeah. That's why then I, I, I saw it. I honestly, I did not think it's a ghost or anything like that because it was just so weird. I thought it was, <laughs> my explanation is an alien. I was like thinking, oh, of course it's an alien. I mean, why not? Because well, indeed, kind of, why not? Well, uh, well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, we'll we'll talk to Patty as well about that yeah, as, as to why. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, but I did not. I did not take it as a ghost. Actually, then Patty told me it's a ghost. It was like a little bit weird to me. I mean, it's like, uh, but what do I know? I mean, um, how long did this last for? This um, first event. I mean, not long, like 
five to, I think, five. Five minutes? Ten minutes, I don't know, like, something like that. It's like, no. And, and, and... It, it, and did it did it end as quickly as it as it began? Did, did you did uh, the specter just sort of get up off the bed and and walk through a wall, or how did it end? I don't know how did walk away. I just at this point I was just like, it just was gone. It just stopped, and, and you opened your eyes, and there was no more a specter in the room. Yeah. Were you married at the time? Think, I don't think. Yes, I don't think I even closed my eyes. Um, yes, I yeah I was yeah. And did you yeah. tell your husband what happened when he came home, or? No, 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 what am I crazy? <laughs> no, no, that's why, that's why, you know, sharing this publicly, I was thinking like a lot of times, you know, should I actually share that experience or not? Because it is a, uh, you know, I did not tell him, I did not tell anybody this. And then, but then I shared it. He just, you know, he's like, huh, I guess that's my Natasha. But he does not believe me. He doesn't believe you? No. Does that bother you that he doesn't believe you? No. 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 Because it is. I get. Well, it's hard to. I guess you can understand. I mean, it is hard to believe, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. But I. What I appreciate that he. He is not negative. He's just open-minded and kind of like you know. I mean, it's hard to believe, and I think that's the only thing I can expect. Kind of like at least not shutting down and saying like, okay, this is completely crazy, and it just. Do you have any idea what uh, what may have precipitated this? Is there a history attached to that particular house in Santa Monica? Were you playing with a Ouija board the night before? I mean, I'm grasping at straws here, but I'm. Tra- I mean, was there um, something a triggering event? I mean, I was not playing with anything, but you know, as a as a, a child, I was kind of you know playing with that. I would say, and then I did see like UFO. Then I was a teenager. And then I always felt, I mean, that sounds kind of unrelatedly, unrelate, but in a way, but my grandfather died on my birthday, so I was always very curious about if there is something on the other side or there is something to that. And I was always spiritually open, so to speak, like searching for some kind of, you know, reading all the books and hoping that there would be some kind of sign and that will guide me in my life. So I wouldn't say it's exactly the guide, guidance that I was looking for, but uh, the only explanation I can find is for myself that maybe because I was open to some kind of sign or some kind of spiritual experience, maybe that could trigger it. That's how I explain it to myself. Also, as I told you, like I did see UFO when I was back in Ukraine. So, and I, I actually, yesterday I listened to one of your shows and it was talking about UFOs and uh, the lady was talking to some guy that she believes uh, came from the future. So this kind of talk is actually in a way close to me and um, that's what I saw. I was like, oh, it must be an alien, I guess, uh, did a born it, alien. <laughs> did it happen again in Santa Monica? Yes, yes. And, and it happened twice. It happened twice. So the first time yeah. five years ago, when did it happen again? Like, actually, very close after first time, I would say, like, three weeks later, you know, like, very close. Same situation, you're alone? Yes, yes, yes. But uh, I was not as scared as the first time, so that went smooth. (laughs) So you weren't... You you weren't scared, so what? Are you, uh, again, want to be delicate here, but are you telling me you you enjoyed this experience the second time? You were prepared for it? In a way, yes. 
it's not like I was prepared, but then it started happening. It's kind of like, it's still, it's still element, of, I mean, element, a lot of elements of danger, but at the same time, because the first time it was kind of nothing happened to me physically, meaning like I was in one piece, I was able to relax more. So that's how I can, like, I think. But then after that, nothing like this happened ever. So and after I'm the second time, I'm happy about that. Did you? So let me. I want to ask this again in a delicate way, but I don't know how to. How, I'll just ask it. Did you feel like you were un, being unfaithful to your husband? No. 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 I, no. I mean, no, because I think unfaithful is then you are willingly having a relationship. This is with a live person. <laughs> Yeah, I mean. So it doesn't count expect, if it's with. We, we would expect and hope, right? But no, so I, I don't, I don't feel like it's anything like that at all. All right, so it doesn't count if it's with a ghost. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of people say like uh, I know a, a lot of people like not allowed a spouse to dream about. I mean, that's not the same. But I'm in this case. I just think whatever happens, that it's not the life person. It's kind of and not. It was not my idea, so I, 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 know, I just think it's, plus, yeah, so anyway. All right. <laughs> this is a weird subject, but no. no okay. No, I don't think like. All right. And um, so at, when you first started to talk about this, and, and you mentioned that your friend Patty Negree, and she'll join us momentarily on the line, she's the psychic medium, she kind of opened you up to talk about this, and, and she says that this is common, Yes, she did. <laughs> uh, yes, she did. But then she was saying, like, it's common, but that if uh, somebody's, like, spouse passed away and then missed them and then came back to comfort them, I was, like, thinking, uh, this doesn't relate to me. But uh, it was comforting to know that actually it's happening. And then she told me that, and after I, uh, I did go on a show and talk about it, I started getting lots of emails where people were actually telling me that something like this happened to them. So you're sure you don't have a you don't have a former lover, an ex boyfriend who passed away. So you, you've ruled out that. Um, not that I know that somebody passed away. No, okay. I don't know. No, right. I mean I, I did. I, I I did find out later than one person that I knew, um, but he was just a dear friend. He passed away, but but I did not know that at the time. But I don't. Yeah, I, no, no. But it was not like uh, somebody. Did you do any? Okay. Did you do any investigations to find out who lived in that house prior or, you know, and who this person may have been? No. No. Mm-mm. No, I did not. I mean, at least I was just, at that point, I was just happy that it did not happen again. And I'm not like exactly... I think once I actually got answers, there is something out there. My curiosity kind of stopped a little I was kind of like, uh, you know, I did not want to go and investigate and poke, and just I was just hoping that I'll mentally recover and it will be all okay. And so, have you? you know, have you mentally recovered? Uh, I think so, yeah. But, but you know, recently I did feel, I mean, kind of not like myself, but I don't think it's related to that. But it was this year that I was talking a lot about this experience, and I did not feel good. Mentally, and then it's like all these letters that people were sending me. Some of them were so negative, and 
like negative meaning that were worried for me and they were saying like oh it's like it's it's very dangerous and you have to like pray and you have to do this and that and you know all these things they kind of you know they got me i not the experience that got me but the reaction of people got me from one side it was like the same thing happened to me and you know give an interview and the, and the hostess say like oh yeah the same thing happened to me too so this was comforting but on the other hand it's like people were sending this emails that it's like you have to pray this is a devil and all this talk that like totally freaked me out so i think now i'm kind of you know in a way balance myself and and well but it did take you know some some effort <laughs> not not to reopen an old wound but what about i mean when someone suggested uh you know there are different perspectives on what ghosts are and some people don't believe they're necessarily the the spirit or the soul of someone who's passed on someone actually believes that they could be more sort of a demonic type entity yeah uh, i mean is is that a possibility do you think everything is possibility yeah everything is and that's why actually that's why i decided to make a, a feature film kind of around this subject because you know during this time i, I do think about this subject a lot what is possibility? And I mean, as far, I, I think like we call it supernatural, but at the same time, we use up to 10% of our brain power, so to speak. Well, speak so, for yourself. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. No, for me, I mean, it's about like, two. No, that's all right. When I'm actually feeling good, right? <laughs> but, uh, so it means that maybe something that we think is not natural is totally natural if we actually had better understanding of our own bodies. So that's that's where uh, I'm kind of like try to stay open and understand that I just we just don't have tools at this point to understand supernatural world. But at right. some point it would be pretty natural. Well, and you know what I learned from Patty actually. Yeah. And um, that the thought that I kind of you know for all this process I learned for myself that if you're not allowed anything bad happen to you, nothing will happen to you. And it's, you know, I, and I apply it in every other aspect of my life. But, uh, you know, going through kind of being so vulnerable and then going through fear in a way and then with all those ladders and at the same time, like, going through kind of acceptance and without, from other people. But still, like, I realized and talking to Patty about this, she's like, nothing can happen to you if you're not allowing it to happen. So you have to feel your own power. And I think for me, that was transformation that's going through what's happening to owning who I am and owning my own powers and like realizing that nothing can happen to me. That was like a really important lesson in my life. Uh, tell me about this uh, film you're going to make. Now, is it going to be um, a documentary? Is it going to be a feature film? No, I want to make it a, it's a feature film and uh, it's, a, it's a horror feature film. And... Um, it's uh, about pretty much naughty poltergeist that um, you cannot fight that poltergeist with any spells and like our normal horror film stuff. And uh, the female who goes, who starts the journey um, with a mental disease and through actually the journey of fighting this poltergeist, he finds herself. So in a way, it's kind of like similar journey that I took, but just, you know, that's, that's what I, I feel like 
I'm very passionate about making this this movie. And Patty is going to be in the movie because obviously she's such a big part of you know my life and this experience. And plus, she's an actually great actress. And I feel like that would be for me a lesson that I learned sharing with others, and that would be not for nothing, so to speak. All right. Well, Natasha Blasik, uh, actress uh, who had sex with a ghost. Uh, and lived to tell the tale, and um, I happen to know that she was invited to one of Elton John's Oscar parties, and she said, no, Sir Elton, I'm going on the conspiracy show with Richard Serra. With Sarah. Richard! That's right, yeah. and I appreciate your time tonight. Uh, thank you, Natasha, and uh, oh, we'll uh, we'll bring Patty Negree on next, your uh, friend, psychic medium, uh, to talk more about spectrophilia. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you so much. Richard. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, thank Natasha Blasek. Good night. Good night. All right, The Conspiracy Show, back with more in a moment. Stay with us. Fasten your seatbelt and put your tray in the upright position. You're about to leave everything you know behind on The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, uh, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. Uh, We just heard from Natasha Blasek, an actress in Hollywood on Oscar night. And... um, she chose to stay with us and hang with us instead of uh, going to one of these crazy red carpet deals or an Oscar party. And she was here to talk about uh, her sexual encounter with a ghost. It's called spectrophilia. And uh, this happened five years ago in uh, Santa Monica. There were two um, encounters. And, uh, you know, we're not talking about just being groped or pinched or, or what have you. We're talking about actual uh, carnal knowledge uh, with some sort of a specter, a spirit. And um, we, we've let Natasha Blasek go, and now we've welcomed uh, her friend, a psychic medium, who is sort of, in many ways, responsible for getting uh, Natasha to open up about this encounter, and uh, she's going to tell us more about what apparently is far more common than uh, we're aware, spectrophilia, that is. Uh, Patty Negree is a psychic medium, uh, a good witch. She is uh, voted the number one psychic medium, trance medium, tarot reader, Witch, magical practitioner, crystal and stone energy healer, and life coach in the world for 2015-2016. She's an international, in international competition, and this was uh, voted by Times Square Press. In addition, she's also won number one intuitive entertainer, occult personality of the year, and number one influential women in business. She's recently uh, graced six magazine covers, including American Psychic and Medium, uh, art, UFO, and Supernatural, Parapsychology and Mind Power, Fourth Dimension, and Stars Illustrated, and has contributed or been a part of over 20 books, several of which are Amazon bestsellers. And um, uh, Patty Negri will also appear in Natasha Blasek's upcoming <laughs> film about this uh, encounter. Patty, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having us on. This is great. It's a subject that actually does need to be talked about. Uh, spectrophilia. Now, is that, did you coin that term or has that been around for a while? No, it's been around a long, long time. Um, and actually, the, the act itself, spectrophilia, sex with ghosts, has been around since the dawn of time. It is literally written about your every religion, every history. You know, the gods would come down, have, have, have relations with mortal man. That's right. the whole hero story. So it's so funny that in, in this, you know, our Western culture where, I mean, sex in itself is so taboo that all of a sudden, of course, 
now we're getting spirits and ghosts involved. It's it's doubly taboo. But if, 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 why would anybody think? Yes, you have to believe in ghosts or spirits because if you don't, you're certainly not going to now. Right. But anybody who does believe in ghosts and spirits, so all the people, yes, and Grandma appeared at the end of my bed and no, told me someone's going to die, and yes, this happened. Why all of a sudden would the one subject that would be or act taboo is 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 sex, which is such an integral part of human relations? Why would it? Okay, now that's the thing we don't do anymore once we're dead. It's so funny. That's just that our puritanical what, goofy. Right. Right. Well, I, I mean, I believe I certainly believe in an unseen world. I guess what I never really understood was to what extent. Uh, a, a, a spirit, someone from a spirit world or another dimension could interact with its environment. I mean, you know, uh, I saw Ghost with uh, Patrick Dempsey and, you know, he, I, I mean, I'm not being flippant here, but this is always no, my I, understanding of, of that it's difficult for someone from the spirit world to interact with our physical environment in this dimension. It is. But think of that. I mean, it is. It, it takes a lot of manifesting, coming up to it. Um, but there's something about that act. When you are so engulfed in a sexual act, when somebody loses themselves, those are all the things that somebody does almost like, like when a psychic or a medium goes into trance state. When you lose yourself, which literally stepping beyond the veil into another place. And I think the act of sex itself is something that contributes to the ability of of it. You know, if it's not, it, I mean, just like real sex, there's good sex and there's bad sex. There's consensual sex and there's not consensual sex. The bad sex, the non-consensual sex, I'm all about empowering people. Like I told Natasha, if you don't want it, this is our realm of existence. This really is. And I've been, you know, talking to dead people since I was three and spirits of every ilk and good and bad. And really, I do believe if we say, get the heck out of here, they have to, in the name of whatever we believe in, in the name right. of God, in the name of your spirit guides, in the name of your cat, in the name of your Louboutin shoes, whatever <laughs> is that intent, 99.999% of the time it works. We just don't know that, so people become a big victim to it. And unless there's some big mental uh, disease problem or a severe addiction with alcohol or drugs, we have control. But so much of it is good. Um, again, how Natasha, I know, even mentioned like, somebody's ex-lover. I even had a friend that happened to my best friend. Her husband died young age, a, a serious cancer. He came to her. And that is so common. And with this big taboo subject, it's so sad that people are going, well, yes, my lover came to me and it was beautiful, but it's of the devil. Or all these crazy things people will tell you and it isn't. Or it's bad or I'm crazy. So that's why it's good that you have this subject, sensationalized, not whatever, because there's a whole lot of people out there who have experienced this and aren't telling anybody or are afraid to tell anybody. How Natasha said she got lots of letters all the time. I have clients internationally who have this phenomena, good and bad. The bad, you teach them not how to have it, and the good, you teach them how to enjoy it if that's their choice. You know, I don't think anybody needs to get hooked on ghosts ghost relations because talk about geographically undesirable you know they don't even live in a long house. distance relationships never work yeah that's right yeah never interdimensional really relations. long <laughs> uh, I, I, I I probably totally discredited myself I said Patrick Dempsey was in ghost I meant Patrick Swayze Swayze I know who you meant yeah. <laughs> thank you for understanding <laughs> uh, so uh We'll, we'll take a time out. We'll come back, and I want to find out more about this because it's far more common than uh, we're aware of. Spectrophilia, sex with ghosts. 
and uh, we will uh, delve further. We'll try to be delicate. Patrick Negree is my guest, psychic medium, and uh, we'll tell you how to get in uh, contact with her as well. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Uh, welcome back. Uh, before we get back to our discussion with uh, psychic medium Patrick Negree and uh, sex with ghosts, spectrophilia, um, just a uh, heads up, coming up on the, on the program next week, Dr. Lana Marconi and uh, Dr. Sabina uh, DeVita uh, will be here to talk about alternative health modalities, uh, aromatherapy, reflexology. A lot of this is discussed in Dr. Lana Marconi's uh, documentary film, The Wellness Story, uh, in which she interviews some 30 health practitioners, some of them mainstream, some of them alternative. Uh, and, and this is... Uh, kind of timely because uh, next week I'll also be speaking with uh, a woman uh, who is the co-founder of a, a new movement here in Ontario. You may not be aware of what's happening. Uh, there is a um, some changes, amendments to some existing legislation here in the province of Ontario that will affect uh, various types of al- alternative therapies, uh, non-medical uh, therapies, things like reflexology, uh, Reiki, uh, uh, spiritual counseling, all of these things will be affected by this new piece of legislation. And my guest is very concerned uh, that this may be um, an attempt to ban any sort of non-medical therapy that doesn't involve writing a script, pharmaceuticals. So we'll talk about uh, that next week on the program. All right, uh, let's get back to sex with ghosts, shall we? And uh, earlier we heard from... Uh, a wonderful actress uh, by the name of Natasha Blasik, and uh, she was detailing her encounter with a ghost uh, five years ago in Santa Monica. And uh, very interesting uh, that this is uh, far more common than we're aware of. Uh, Patty Negree is uh, my guest now, and she's a friend of Natasha's, and you are sort of responsible for helping her to sort of open up and talk about this. Uh, was she... At all, was she embarrassed or, uh, at first, or, I mean, how hard was it for, for you to convince her to talk about this? Very, very common reaction. I, again, this is stuff we don't talk about normally anyway, just getting into the whole sexual subject. And then all of a sudden, when you're adding a ghost object to it, they're embarrassed. Um, that's the first thing that come, and they're often frightened, like she didn't know, is this good or bad, and you hear things. So, but once she did open up, that's, it's, it's like, it's like they can breathe again. That's why, again, I work with people all over the world, and the fact that you're doing this radio show is really great. You will probably get people, you know, calling up and saying, oh my gosh, thank you for doing this. I thought I was the only one in the world, and you're not the only one in the world. So yeah, it was really beautiful to have her open up. And I think she's done a lot of good. Yeah, you're going to get the crazies out there telling you, you know, you're damned. It's the devil. It's all sorts of crazy things. But well, there is. A, I mean, there are lower part. vibrational entities out there. Uh, there and, are. Yes, there and, are, and that's the one you get rid of really quick. But how do we know that that this was the 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 soul of a, a, a you know a human being, a departed human being, and not some lower vibrational entity like a demon? See, I think I work it out with people. You know, yes, there are tricksters. There are demons who will come in, or dark, lower vibrations who will come in and trick you and say, 
yeah, I'm your dead spouse or your ex-boyfriend or whatever, whatever. But I honestly think we have the intuition to know that. I think if something smells fishy, and it probably is. And I, that's, I, I talk to her about that, and I talk to everybody about that. And you really do. It's like, well, they said they were good. Well, they said they, they said they were what, whoever, whatever, a good spirit, but it didn't feel right. You have to what it feels right. And that's what, um, and that's really what it is. I, I, I really trust people's intuition. Again, unless you have serious mental problems, which you're going to draw the bad stuff in, or, or drug or alcohol problems, which that, and you're just a bad person in general, you're going to draw the lower vibrations. But there's a whole lot of higher vibrations walking around with, and, and, um, with good experiences for people. Uh, I, I want to be really careful about this, but it, I can't help but not ask it. And that is, I mean, she admitted, I mean, when it, it first happened, she was shocked. She was sort of scared, but more confused, I think. Uh, and it wasn't welcomed exactly. I mean, this te- technically, wasn't she raped? I, you know, I didn't hear her that part of that. That I mean, I've talked to her a lot, not they recently, not recently about it. But I think I don't think she was technically technically raped. I mean, if she, if she thought she was, then she would be if it was not consensual. But I think it was when she let go of the fear, other than the the, the that weirdness or guilt attached to it, I, it didn't sound like it was. It sounded like it was pleasurable for her. I don't know what all she said today. You no, know, she did so. communicate that. But, I mean, initially, uh, you know, that it was, you know, she didn't uh, She didn't ask for it. But, um, and the fact that it didn't attempt to communicate, like when this happens typically, if there is sort of a, a, a typical case, uh, is there any communication uh, prior, during, after the act, uh, with with, with well, there's, to say typical cases like like sex, there's not a typical case. There's there there is some commonalities that come into it. That's different. Um, the one thing that's funny about us, whether it's a sexual experience with a ghost or just a regular experience with a ghost, we just stand there and and stare or look. We don't ask questions. And I teach people that's like ask questions. <laughs> Who are you? Are you male? Are you female? Are you good? Are you positive? You know, ask questions. And in, in I train people in, in, in working to gain their intuition. Um, some people actually ask it in, want it the experience. So then there's that communication there. I'm really careful about that because it's, you don't, you know, you don't want all the 17 year old boys just going, yeah, I want to have sex with a ghost. Yeah, call it all in. You know, you know, when, when, perverts, you don't want a bunch of kids, um, but uh, the times when I've seen it being really good um, and experience that it's positive and light-filled and wonderful, Natasha had mentioned we had earlier, again, to see spouses that come in, um, and it's great, and they know exactly who they are, and they do communicate. Another positive aspect I've seen is women who have lost all their self-confidence in themselves, in themselves as a sensual being or a sexual being, and they're afraid of dating, they're afraid of getting in relationships because it has been so shut off. And they're, sometimes their so desire for love and their fear of it Literally, I think the angels or heaven or whoever sends down somebody 
to gently awaken their sensuality. And that's another good thing, and that usually is communicated, too. Uh, this is, this may, I ask a lot of stupid questions, and this I is like probably that. one of them. Uh, I mean, in legend, of course, you know, you talked about, uh, uh, Zeus, for example, and he would appear as a swan or whatever, and he would have relations with a, with a mortal, and, and they would have, uh, offspring. Uh, in the Bible, of course, we have, uh, stories of, um, uh, the, the Nephilim or the fallen angels commingling with the daughters of men and, and producing race of, a race of giants. I, is it possible? Uh, for a woman to become pregnant? I mean, that's a really stupid question, isn't it? Well, I don't, I don't I have more stupid than any other question. I don't think it is. I've never experienced anybody becoming pregnant from that. Because, again, remember, they're just, it's energy. Everything is energy. Everybody can all agree on that. Whatever goes, people, we're all just energy. But I think that energy in our day and age with with the, the carbon-based beings that, that we all are now, I've never heard of anybody getting pregnant. You know, who's to say never? But I, I don't think that that's, you know, that again, if that starts happening, then we're going to go back into the ET thing. Then it's, I don't know what it is. Um, I don't, I don't, I think we have enough half-breeds with us now with just the ghost human type, you know, it's right. in the blood now. Well. I was, that was my next question, actually, is is, is um, the possibility that it was an E.T. In fact, that was Patty's uh, – sorry, that was uh, Natasha's first idea was that maybe this was an E.T. that, that uh, had come into her room. I mean, uh, is that a possibility? Well, it could be. It, it, um, it could be. I mean, I certainly wasn't there, so I certainly say. And I do. I've just, in the last couple years, I've been talking to dead people and entities since I was a little kid. I knew when I was two or three that the so-called imaginary friends little kids have weren't all imaginary. I literally did my first seance at seven or eight. Um, I actually, in thinking back to those two- and three-year-old days, I think that there was a difference in the extraterrestrial energy and the ghost energy and now that i'm learning more of the other extraterrestrial world in just the last couple of years i've purposely done um seances that were et seances oh my god complete i and i'll use words from like anunnaki words from from like maximilian de lafayette or different people that i'm pulling words to pull in exact using old sumerian language or whatever it is and it's a whole different experience and so I would think, from me experiencing both, not in a sexual way, but just me experiencing both, you kind of know an alien is a way not a ghost, in my experience. They come in, they'll never come in at the same time, which is intriguing to me. I think it is such a different vibrational. If I'm sitting here talking to dead Uncle Bob or whoever and, you know, all this stuff, the, 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 that whole ET energy won't come in. If I'm doing the ET energy, the dead Uncle Bob won't come in. It's yeah, I have to raise the veil in a completely different way and call it a whole different vibration. So it could be for Natasha. I I don't know, but to me that has a different energy to it. Uh, Patty Negree is with us, and it's uh, pattynegree.com. Let me spell that. It's P-A-T-T-I-N-E-G-R-I.com, pattynegree.com. I'm not not being flippant here, but, I mean, do you, uh, on your website, when people contact you about this, do you give, I mean, it's almost like we would, if this is common, it's like we need sort of um, 
you know, the advice columnists for the Lovelorn and so forth. I mean, do you do you get people that want advice about you know how to carry on this relationship with ghosts? Yeah, and again, I'm not one to like think that there's anything anybody should keep and keep going because I think that keeps us out of this world. But they do, and again, like the one show that I first had brought Natasha on was this morning. It's a UK program. It's it's huge. It's like the same as our Good Morning America, and that sub- subject really, literally went. They went viral on Twitter and everything else within like minutes of it. I just did a big piece on BuzzFeed. I mean, again, very playful because it's BuzzFeed, but the the response is amazing because it's it's just something that again. People are curious about, or even more so, the ones that have experienced or think they've experienced something, or their friend has, or this has, and it's just something that's not talked about. I mean, everybody can talk about aliens now, ETs now, ghosts and spirits now, but that sex thing is still taboo. <laughs> and, and for those that are experiencing, let's let's call it the dark side, the unwarranted, or the un, sorry, the unwelcomed uh, advances. Uh, attacks, even. Mm-hmm. How, how do we? How, how does one protect oneself from that? Uh, there's a bunches and bunches away, but the first thing is you claim your power. You claim your strength. You tell you are not welcome here. This is my space. This is my room. This is my bed. This is my body. Get the hell out of here. Again, in the name of whatever you believe in. Know your belief system. Know your cosmology. Who are you going to call when it gets scary? Like, who are you going to call? Um, you really do have to know because, to me, your cosmology, your belief system is your roadmap. That's our roadmap in and out. So whether it's an atheist roadmap or whatever, in the name of science, in the name of whoever, get out, because that's what really works, your belief and your intent. And, and that's an immutable that, law of the universe. They have to follow that, right? They have to leave. In a weird way, it is. In our realm, this is our realm of existence. In their realm of existence, I don't know. They have to play by our rules, and I've never seen one that hasn't. Patty Negree, thank you so much. I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. It was great. PattyNegree.com, P-A-T-T-I-N-E-G-R-I.com. All right, my thanks to uh, Ian and Albert and Jonathan Franz. Uh, Back next week with a brand new program. Hope you'll be along for that. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home.